There are so many things as humans that we don't really understand. There are mystic, magical, faded things, as well as otherworldly realms that we just can't comprehend unless it's through the journey of our own soul. I'm your host, Steffi, aka The Spirit Sis. I'm a psychic medium, astrologer, and intuition teacher, and I'm here to take you on an exploration of all things spiritual. I'm going to connect to Source, give you divine downloads, and I want to keep you in the spirit loop. So here is the Psychic Scoop. Hello, little honeys. Welcome back to Psychic Scoop, the podcast. I am your host, Steffi, also known as Spirit Sis. I am an astrologer, psychic medium, and intuition teacher, and I am walking you through your spiritual journey. So I have an amazing guest today. She has blown my mind with her knowledge, and I was fortunate enough to get a mini reading with her, and I couldn't wait to share her with you guys. So I want to intro you to the practical numerologist, Felicia Bender. I first heard Felicia on a podcast. Actually, it was one of my dear clients, Alex. It was her podcast, My Current Obsession, which I've also been a guest on, so go check it out. But I heard Felicia on the podcast. I felt so connected to her, and I was so excited and intrigued to get her on my show. So she's going to share all of her beautiful knowledge with you. And I didn't really know a lot about numerology. I still am very new to it. So it was just really interesting to hear Dr. Felicia Bender, and she's just devoted to helping people uncover their life's purpose with numerology. Felicia is just so passionate about showing people how to apply what they can do with their numbers in everyday life in like a very practical and empowering way. So she's here to help you understand yourself and your authenticity and validate your life purpose. So without further ado, let's welcome on Dr. Felicia Bender, the practical numerologist. Hey, Felicia. I am so honored to have you on the show. I am obsessed with the work that you're doing out there with numerology and just welcome. Ooh, thank you for inviting me. I'm always so excited to uh, meet up and talk about all of it, whatever it is right now. All the things. And I had the pleasure of looking at your chart. You are a cancer as well. So we have this cancerian intuitive thing going already. <laughs> yes, we do. Our crabby, our beautiful crabby nature. The highs and the lows. Oh no, only the highs. <laughs> only the highs. Always the highs. <laughs> so I'm super excited to talk numerology with you because I am such a newbie. I really don't know a whole lot about it. And I was fortunate enough to get a mini session with you and I bought your numerology report. But for listeners who have no idea, what the heck is numerology? Basically, first of all, it's not math. Okay, overall, I <laughs> just want to throw that out there at the beginning. Uh, but numerology, the numerology that I practice comes from Pythagoras. Basically, numerology is as uh, the uh, art and science uh, of numbers. Basically, Pythagoras, I don't know if you were paying attention in math class, the no. Pythagorean theory. I wasn't either. <laughs> so just... I'm a psychic. I don't do math. You don't do math, so uh, I do, I don't either actually, and yet uh, and yet Pythagoras, uh, way back Greek Greek mystic, mathematician, astronomer, all of these things. But basically, uh, that's this is the type of numerology that I practice that we'll be talking about today. Just to be clear, because there are other forms, and yet 
Pythagoras uh, kind of posits this idea that numbers carry with them not only a quantitative value, like one apple, two apples, and three apples, right? Just a number. We just have a, you know, a thing right there. But, it, but that numbers carry with them also a code, basically. It's a, they carry with them information, carry data through a vibration and through frequency, right? So it's a little bit like, "Eh, really? You know, how can that? Everyone's like, okay. But, and yet I find that we can really now kind of have more of a willing suspension of disbelief in our technological age, right? Because what is the cloud, right? Where is that? No idea. It's up there somewhere. <laughs> it's holding every bit and byte of data, you know, that, that the universe is holding right now. I mean, it's, it's a little bit mind-blowing, right, to think about it. Totally. Our cell phones, how do they work? Radio waves, all of these things, these invisible forces, invisible force fields, invisible vibrat- vibratory waves that bring data, that bring information. We just have to be able to tune into them to understand and receive the information, right? I always like to think it's kind of like uh, the old school, if we think about it, Morse code, right? You can walk into a room and there's Morse code blasting off, right? Na, 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 na. If you don't know Morse code, it's just an annoyance, right? It's just static. It's just noise. Yet if you know Morse code, you walk in the room and you know what the code is relaying and what data and what information that is being relayed. So it's the same sort of thing with numbers. If you understand what the code brings, it is a whole world of information. Mm, And awareness. That's basically all it is. Exactly. And a lot of listeners, you know, they've, they're on this evolution of their spiritual journey. And I think a lot of listeners too are obsessed. And so am I with angel numbers. Do you get that a lot with numerology? Oh, of course. Angel numbers, or I I even call it repeating numbers, just the repeating Mm -hmm. number sequences that show up for us. And often it's so fun, Steffi, because I'll I'll work with someone and their life path is a certain number and they'll go, oh my God, that is that is my favorite number, or it is the number that has shown up for me all my life. My sports jersey that was given to me was this number. My first apartment number, my blah, 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 blah. You know, all of those yes. things. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. See, now that I know you, I'm going to have to refer to you for like every single lottery ticket that I buy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know how it goes. So funny is, you know, I was born on 7788. And so all my life, people would say, oh, angel numbers or numerology numbers. And but I didn't know anything about numerology. And I'm just so happy that I was introduced to you in this divine timing for me to learn about it. And I can share it with the listeners here. So I want to ask you, how did you, you know, you said you're not really good at math. You've never really liked it. So how did you get into this whole ordeal? Oh my gosh. Well, how long have you got, right? I mean, all of us have that story that we have, but but very, very briefly, I mean, really numerology, it's a cosmic joke that I do numerology because I really do despise math. I Numbers have always honestly been my nemesis. Math has been my worst subject all of my life. And I don't really have a good relationship with numbers in terms of math in my life. They really have been an upsetting thing for me. I just have never understood 
you know, the, you know, algebra and all and like, what, who cares, you know, who cares about it? And yet what happened with me is I had kind of this spiritual moment, like you're talking about, like many people listening are going through theirs or, or have experienced theirs where my mother died in my early thirties. And it just, uh, it broke me open in that way. And I went on this gauntlet, right? I learned, uh, an energy healing modality called pranic healing. I started just looking into taking classes, reading every book about, um, healing, about psychic awareness, about everything, right? All of it. And yet I'm a very pragmatic gal. I, I'm a, you know, I'm a skeptic and yet I always felt highly intuitive, all of those things. And yet what happened with me is I was in a bookstore and I was looking for a book for my daughter who was trying to figure out her college major at the time. And uh, this book kind of jumped out at me, you know, and it wasn't a book on numerology. Never, ever, ever, never would I ever pick one up. Uh, that was about numerology. I wouldn't. And so this book was actually uh, uh, about careers and everything. It was an intuitive book about that. So I was going to get it for my daughter. I opened it up and there was some numerology in it, the life path number and some other things. And I was like, okay, curious. And just looked at the basic trajectory there, looked at the, did the number and it just, you know how that is, right? You find your thing and the, and the light bulb goes off or the little, you know, the explosion uh, happens in your brain and you're like, oh, damn, this is speaking to me. And what I love about it is it is a kind of a science. You can come back to it again and again. You could take the book off the shelf. You don't have to sit in the corner and meditate for, you know, a lifetime. You can if you want. Right. That's part of it. You kind of bring. And yet it really is a tool that you can apply and keep going back to again and again. Beautiful. There's so many things I listening to. I was like, okay, she said she's intuitive, but pragmatic. You're a cancer sun with a Capricorn rising. Yes. <laughs> okay. So you mentioned the life path number. I think that is very important to reiterate. So what is the life path number? The life path number is like knowing it astrologically. It's very similar to knowing your sun sign. In numerology, it is, I feel, what we checked in to do what we are here to learn, to grow into, to evolve into, and to master. So because it's what we're here to do, it is going to be the most difficult thing for us to do. <laughs> oh, bingo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, the universe, and we do, if we think that we've signed these contracts, however you want to conceptualize that, we chose this. We're like, yeah, I got it. I can do this, you know? And so what it is, it this is taken in astrology. You need your, your uh, birth place and your birth date and your birth time. In numerology, we need your name. And we knit your full name as it, as it appears on the birth certificate and your birth date. Those are the two things that we need. So you need different things for each, you know, for each uh, ology. <laughs> Let's mm -hmm. put it that way. And yet, <laughs> ology, got it. Ology. And yet the life path number is going to give you a really great idea about what you've checked in to do. And do can we use yours and give an example? Yeah, okay. sure. Please. Okay. Yeah. So it's a, there are also different schools of thought as to how to calculate. I'll be as simple as humanly possible here because we're, it's not a master class. We're just uh, we're just giving you the little. This is what it is. So basically, the way that I that I believe is the proper way to do this is you take uh, the month of 
of your birth date, the day and your year. And you take those as three different categories. And then you were always in numerology reducing to a one digit number when we add. All right. So I'll give you an example. So your birth date is July 7th, 1988. July is a seven because it's the seventh month. Pretty simple. So that's a seven. Following. And, okay. <laughs> yeah. And then you're born on the seventh. You made it simple again. It's a, that, that's a seven. So if you were born on the, on the 15th, it would be one plus five equals six, right? Just to give people listening, you would add together. And so now the hardest part is the year. So uh, you're born 1988, one plus nine is 10, plus eight is 18, plus eight is 26. All right. And then two plus six from the 26 is eight. So now we have seven, seven, eight. Now we're simply going to add those together, right? So seven plus seven is 14 plus eight equals 22. Yes. Correct? Is my math yes. right? All right. Always. It's always like being a carpenter. Me measure twice, cut once. <laughs> Do it a couple times just to make sure. Because if you're off one number, you're really off. Okay. In numerology. So basically you have a 22 that is in numerology considered a master number. The master numbers are the double digit numbers, 11, 22, 33 and so on. We use uh, we use the 11, 22, and 33 primarily in a chart. So we we wouldn't really reduce this. What I would do is is say it's a 22 slash four because if you add a two and a two together, it's a four. But it does bring some different uh, some different things to the party when you have a master number. So does that all make sense in terms of the addition? Totally. Okay. Yes. Yes. I'm glad you did it and not me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've got that part down. And so basically what's fascinating to me is that these are just, you know, categories that we get to, to look at. And so we're, we're here to do this thing and yet we'll have a few more challenges um, to, to get there and a few more roadblocks in those themes. So, and what I mean by that is, for instance, you as a 22, you're what I call the master builder and the, and the master teacher. Let's, let's, let's talk about the four first, and then you've got, and then we'll talk about the master number just briefly and what that brings to it. Because the foundational energy that you have as your life purpose and as your life path is the four. The four is the teacher. It is the seeker of security uh, stability. It is the structures number. It's slow, steady, wins the race. It is honest, tried and true. It is the one who, if you want something done, you ask a four and they will do it, but they might get a little bossy about it. Yeah. Sounds accurate. <laughs> right. <laughs> when you were saying I was stable, it was a compliment. So thank you. That is a really great little bridge into, you know, looking at our life path number, we could go, Hmm, that doesn't really describe me. I really struggle with that. Well, we're always thinking about, think about the key words for the four structure, uh, sub stability systems, uh, anchoring yourself. It's also the number of limitation. It's the number of health. Also uh, learning to be flexible, learning, you know, to how to, how to care for your health in that way. Mm. You know, a, a lot of different things can go with this. And yet let's come, let's, let's use those key terms and then think of the opposite. 
oh, that's what we're going to struggle all the time with the opposite of that particular theme or that particular offering <laughs> that we've given ourselves. So a lot of times the four, rather than being uh, very stable and secure, bounces around and feels really crappy about it, right? And can't quite figure that out. So when they figure that mm -hmm. out, they finally take the responsibility, kind of settle in with that, and they feel so much better. And yet there's also the kind of opposing forces. We can have kind of the overactive or the underactive. So sometimes the, you know, the overactive for the four is actually being really set in their ways, being really kind of dogmatic, being very kind of self-limiting in that way. And so the, it, the beauty of this is that we can see that in different times in our life, often we're working and massaging and learning about uh, different aspects of this and how to move into it in its healthiest uh, way to expand upon it and really, really blossom into our purpose, right? Mm. And yes. um, that's the lovely thing. And then with you, we bring the double two in. So the master numbers are very conflicted uh, with themselves often. It's a higher spiritual calling, no matter how you might define that. And then also some more substantial challenges, learning to balance the ego, learning to be very altruistic, and learning to really step into the game and lead, basically, in whatever capacity. But the double, the two is very, very, very relationship-oriented. The two is this, this intuitive diplomat, the mediator, the peacekeeper, the shapeshifter, always trying to please. Yeah, sounds about right. Yes, and yet, so you've got a double dose of that on that hardworking dog, dogmatic four. And so it's a very interesting thing. Again, when you want to do a really deep dive, you can really thin slice both of those and then put them together and understand why you do what you do, how you feel, how you feel, you know, and why you might feel that way and how to align more steadily with the positive elements and to understand that this is a lifetime people, right? <laughs> that's why, that's why it takes a whole lifetime to do this stuff because we're really learning about it and we're, we're, we're getting the experiences and we're always drawing in the people, the places, the experiences that are going to give us these opportunities to not only, you know, be the highest and best of our life purpose, but also challenge us along the way. Mm. Yeah, I think alignment is key there. And just like the awareness of knowing your life path number, just like astrology, there's a high and a low vibration. And if you're off balance, how can you course correct? Because I, everything you said resonated where I actually do feel a lot of anxiety and I'm a manifesting generator. So I go, 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 and I'm all over the place. And then there's other times where I'm structured and I feel like it helps my anxiety. It alleviates that. So anyway, it's beautiful. I, I noticed the high and low vibration with me. Even in one day, I go from one to another. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I'm glad you say it that way because it's not just, you know, a dip in the road. Sometimes it really is a matter of understanding that about ourselves and understanding how to, again, I love that you say course correct, right? How do I, oop, 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 red flag, right? I'm, I'm, I'm walking past the cone, <laughs> the caution cone right now. And we know it by how we feel right? That's just the mm, bottom line. Okay. Beautiful. And you think life path is 
one of the more important things to know. I know you, you also teach, is, is it Soul Urge and yes. a few other things, correct? Absolutely. The very, very basic numbers in a chart are that, that life path. That's the overarching mission that you have. The expression number, or it's also called the destiny number in numerology. Yes. So this is kind of like your rising sign, your ascendant. It is taken from your full name at birth. And so it, it's interesting in numerology that our names indicate kind of what we're here to teach, mm. right? What we got to give to people. Our, uh, anything derived from our birth date is really what we're here to learn. And they collide and collude, right? I mean, no doubt about it. There's, there's, they, they meet up. And yet it's kind of interesting to look at it that way also and to see where we are in our, in our courses, in our school, right? Right. And, and, uh, and yet, so the expression destiny, that soul urge that you indicated, that's also taken from your name. That indicates really to me what you need to feel the most gratification and satisfaction down deep on a heart's level. It's also can be called the heart's desire. And then your birthday number is very important as well. The day that you were born, everyone has a very big affinity with that, right? The day uh, that they were born. And so that uh, has a lot of volume in your chart as well. And there's a personality number that's taken from your name, kind of indicates how other people perceive you, you know, how you might come across. And if that's very different than your life path or than your soul urge, sometimes you're a little bit surprised at how you show up. You know, other people think you show up, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's good to know. Yeah. Really good to know. And all of the uh, numbers for me resonated very deeply. I wanted to ask you this because, for example, my real name is Stephanie, but I go by Steffi. So do you have a lot of people trying to like figure out their life path and their numerology for their nickname? Well, it's interesting that you say that because um, there are different, again, schools of thought around this. I have a lot of, I have colleagues um, in India who who practice numerology in, in India, and I find that Indian numerologists often very much practice name changes. Oh, wow. They will, they will suggest a name change almost, you know, almost... 100% I find okay. if you want something different, which brings us to this. For me personally, I believe that we can never get rid of what we checked in for, right? That we do be believe, even though it might be a stretch to those out there that we chose, we chose it, right? We chose the parents, we chose the name, we chose all the things. So uh, even though people are like, what? You know, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that, but just roll with me on that one. We could have a whole other conversation about that. And yet what it, numerologically speaking, the name, I find the foundational thing that never changes is your birth name on your birth certificate, whether you're adopted or not, whether you, whether it was misspelled, uh, all of those things really matter. And um, so that is the foundational energy. Then what we do is look at your current name or the name that you go by, and we will look and see what that brings to the table. Because the longer, it's kind of like a tea bag, the longer you have that name and go by that name, the stronger that influence gets and the stronger that, that vibe 
uh, kind of starts resonating with you um, in terms of how you show up and how you feel and all of that. I mean, for instance, I got married when I was 23. And so I've had my married name, which I didn't, I didn't get rid of when I got a divorce, right? So I kept that name um, and I've had that name. So I can look and see what that brings to me and I can feel it. Oh, yeah. I, uh, very, very directly. Wow. And, yet, and yet it's kind of like, to me, it's kind of like an overlay to your, your foundational energy. So yes, your, your name that you go by now, your first and last, does bring a few different complexities to the mix. It brings you some karmic debt numbers and, and everything else. So um, it's, it's a really interesting tool to look and see how that might show up and, and, and actually um, what integrate and feel to you mm. in your life right now. Has anyone ever come to you when they're having a kid and they were like, oh, I'm choosing between Joshua or Jeremiah? Yes. <laughs> Is that like a popular thing you would consult a numerologist in? It's interesting because I'm a little bit reticent to do that because that's a lot of responsibility. <laughs> I was going to say. Um, I will always give, I mean, uh, I will work with people about, you know, when should I get married? Is this date or this date more uh, a better? Or, you know, when should I settle in court? Or when should I, blah, you know, all of these, when should I sell my uh, my father's home who passed away and it's blah, you know, all of those things. So there are ways that we can look at it. The way I deal with it is I will give you what the numbers say. And I will say, this is what, you know, these are the pros and cons and these are the pros and cons. Now it's up to you, you know, to feel it out because I have had people ask me, I will never do the grab bag in terms of what should my name be? And I'm like, I have no idea. Give me, do you have like three choices here? <laughs> right? Good boundaries though, because that is a lot of responsibility. I mean, with astrology, there's really not a whole lot you can do because yeah. you don't know the birth time unless it's a C-section, but still, that's actually what I wanted to ask you. Like when is a good time to consult a numerologist and what makes you like the happiest or brings you joy? Ooh, happiest time I find is either at birthday time that's when all of us, it's all coming, kind of coming up, right? We're all in that review and everything else. And also what I find, um, oddly enough, I didn't really realize this when I started doing this work, is that the year end and the beginning of the new year is a huge year where people, right? Where people are, we're all doing that evaluation. We're, it's where all those New Year's resolutions come in. Numerologically speaking, that's actually a shift that we're all feeling. Um, um, we can work with cycles of time in numerology as well. Another thing that I love is called the personal year cycle, because in numerology, we believe we go through nine year cycles throughout our lives from birth to death. And I call it knowing the theme to your party, <laughs> because really it is like knowing the theme. And I jokingly say, but not jokingly, we don't want to show up at the wrong party in the wrong outfit, right? For an entire 12 months, because sometimes we feel that way, right? We're like, what happened here? I don't, nothing is working. Everything feels like, ugh, you know, like a cacophony of wrong, you know, nothing is flowing. And so energetically speaking, there is an energy that is supporting each and every one of us personally throughout our year. And again, with the numbers, when we know the theme, 
when we know what that is supporting, we can work with that rather than against it. And then we can also understand what the little caveats might be that we can also keep in mind. It's like, yeah, this is favored, but not this. So don't do that, you know, do, go over here. <laughs> yeah. And I think that was something that was really useful when I got your numerology report. I could see it laid out month by month, what to expect, even some dates and just knowing the the energy I have for the year, not only just the number, but every single month had a different energetic vibe to it. But it's funny, and even in our session, you laid out a few of the months that were going to be lulls for me. And, and energetically, every year, I feel that regardless. So anyway, yeah, I just it made me feel a little more aligned. It does. Well, and what I find for me, it's just validating, uh-huh. right? Because oftentimes we just were like, because, you know, in life, usually we're, we're constantly told by others who we are and what we are and what we should do and where we should be and all of those things. And we start believing that, right? And we start internalizing and externalizing that. And then we wonder why we're just so massively, um, what, depressed or off, you know, off balance. It's funny, a yoga teacher I had one time said, you know, when you're off, when you're off track, it's supposed to feel bad. It's so simple, but why did we complicate life, right? right. It's like when, when we're more in alignment. So, you know, with those personal years, like you're saying, you, you're in a one personal year, which is new beginnings, right? It's, it's all of those things that, that come into play. And if you're listening, a very easy way you can figure out what your personal year is by taking your uh, your month of birth, day of birth, and just adding it with the current year. Oh, is that how you came up with the calculation? Yeah. So to calculate the personal year, we would take your July, the month that you're born, and then you're born on the 7th. And then 2021 is 2 plus 0 plus 2 plus 1, which is a 5. So 7 plus 7 is 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. 1 plus 9 equals 10. And one plus zero equals one. So if you're listening and you want to know like what, you know, what year am I in? That is the year that you are in, in your personal year. And so you can really decide uh, for you in a one, again, new beginnings. Last year was closing out time. Last year was the end of a cycle. Uh, Usually pretty, I don't want to say tumultuous, but it's like, it's it's like a commencement, right? You're ending things so that you can begin things. And next year is more of, a, well, with you, it's going to be a master number 11. So it's not, it's not quite going to be the downtime, but it really is designed as more uh, of a love space, right? The two is all about love and connection, really defining your healthy emotional boundaries. And then with you, the 11 adds uh, a little jolt of the double one. So it won't be necessarily low key. There'll be a lot of business stuff going on. And yet there's going to be delays. There'll be frustrations. And it's all right timing. It's all about divine timing, basically. So if you know that and you know that you're not doing something wrong, right? That's what we all think. I'm just an idiot and I'm just not doing it right. Everybody else has got it all figured out. If the numbers resonate with you, you can go, oh yeah, this is supposed to be, I'm supposed to experience a lot of molasses walking this year. 
and certainly I am, you know? And so it, you can start feeling your way into it and it actually flows with you because now if you're a type A person and you want to push, 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 that's not going to work. So now what do I do? Oh, the two, the, the numerology is telling me that this is a better time to network. It's a better time to really feel out my tribe, to really get my marketing uh, done in a, in a way that I want it done, even in friends and friendships and everything. It's like, who needs to maybe be, you know, exfoliated from my relationship circle? And who do I want to invite in? Right. And so and it's and it's not kind of that willy nilly sort of thing. It's more like, yeah, this is really this is really important. And it's time for love relation, love connections. You know, if you're in that realm, if you're taking it to the next level with your current partner or if you want to be open to one, it's a time where that often will show up. Yeah, I think to enhance your life with numerology, you almost have to surrender. You have to surrender and yet it's also it gives you a a really nice map yeah it's almost like a navigation tool like okay i'm going through something and this is how i can use it to my benefit yes and there are so many different ways right that things can show up for us um because i often will get again people like that's not anything like me and you're like, oh, okay, let's talk about that. And then you start talking about it and you can see how things show up. So, you know, it's that interesting thing as well, Steffi, you know what I mean? It's like, we can read about something we can do, a, you know, everyone wants their soundbite and everyone wants their two sentence eureka moment. And yet, if you really want to use the tool, you can use it on that level. And yet there's so much more, just like what you're talking about with human design, with astrology, with numerology. These tools can really dig pretty deeply. We can use them on a surface level and that's useful. And yet they also really provide a lot of in-depth information. Don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. And I think getting a reading too is a lot different than reading something online that you just aren't really connected to. But if you're connected to a reader, like for example, when I found out I was a four, I wasn't very excited about it because it sounded kind of, I guess, rigid. Oh. <laughs> and I like to live my life like very in receptive mode and I'm spontaneous and free. And then you have to realize that this modality is a really good tool to help you. And every single thing, even in astrology, has a high and a low vibration. So yes. it's just how you can use this as a resource to your benefit. Absolutely. And what's so interesting, I love that you bring that up because your expression number, like your rising sign, like your ascendant is a five, which is the anti-four. Oh yeah. We talked about that in the session. I was like, that makes sense. That's the fun, loving, freewheeling, freedom seeking, don't tell me what to do kind of person. And so you're, it's, that's the other thing is you can have a life path number that is maybe not as, um, what congruent with your other numbers. So you're really, but the beautiful thing for you is, and you have a three soul urge, the three and the five are these very frenetic, very dynamic, very very creative energies. And yet you've got the 22-4, which is offering you the capability and the vision to be able to ground them and manifest them. So it's a really dynamic, beautiful, um, um, uh, what's the word I want to use? I'm trying to come up with the best word here. It's, it's a good blend. It's a great, it's a power. It's a powerful blend. It's a very powerful blend. And yet, and yet it helps if you understand what you're working with. 
I love that so much. I love everything that it just feels validating, like you said, and resonant. And now I feel like I have like some superpower strength and tool knowing my numerology. I mean, I know there's skeptics all over the world, but are there any like preconceived notions when it comes to numerology? I mean, are people asking you to make weird predictions or when will I die or things like that? Because I get that as a psychic all the time. (laughs) Yes. Uh, What's the lottery number? People who aren't in this world are skeptical. I mean, it's funny because (laughs) I don't know what you do, Steffi, when you're out and about as if that has ever happened in the last two years. But um, theoretically speaking, if you're out and about and someone's like, how, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, okay, here we go. You know, and I'll say I'm a numerologist and I'll get either the blank stare and nothing. And then, you know, how about those Rockies, you know, the football, and they'll just detour around it. Or people think I'm a neurologist and they'll start talking about brain function, you know, so they'll just misunderstand what numerology is and it's neurology. So that's a, that's oddly something that I get. Um, or you get people who are like, oh my God, I, I always see this number. What does it mean? I mean, you can tell when someone is intrigued or, or open to it. And I'm all, I'm all open to talking about it when people are, are into it. If not, I do not have to recruit anyone, <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a recruiter. And so, mm-hmm. and yeah, but, but numerology, I think a lot of people think it's math. Like it's a hard, you know, like it's some hard math or something, and it really isn't. They're they're calculations, uh, but it's just addition. There's a little subtraction occasionally, but that's it. So it's yeah. it's not hard math, even for me. So yeah, but I mean, you talked about it at the beginning. It's energetics. I mean, everyone is surrounded by numbers every day. If it's license plates, if it's a calendar on our phones, you know. Exactly. What I find really fascinating because I mean, I am a, I'm an, I'm an more of a creative, right? I'm, I've got a PhD in theater. I'm, I'm, I study people. I love, I'm fascinated with what motivates people, what drives people, what, why, why people have certain ways of thinking and personalities. And to me, numerology is a language. So for me, that's where, my, that's where I that's where I drank the Kool-Aid. I'm like, this is an incredible language of, um, of personality and of purpose, right? It's, it, it really can reveal to us what's our driver. And I think that is incredibly important because oftentimes we don't know. We're like, I don't know why I do what I do. It's karmic. Right? And some, sometimes it's kind of working for me, but oftentimes not. <laughs> Right. I mean, all of us are that way. We're like, why do I keep doing this over and over and over again? And I get a lot of that with people. They're like, am I ever going to learn? Why do I keep dating the same person? Why do I seem, you know, and it's it's uh, I'm sure you see that with astrology, because part of it also is repetition It is sometimes the point. It's not to be avoided. It's actually the point of it. It's like, okay, uh, every time that you're engaging here, you're up-leveling your experience. Hopefully you're learning more, uh, all of those things that come into it. So it's not a matter of, I want this to be over. And I think that I I would ask you, do you do this with astrology as well? Because a lot of times, and I am so guilty of this, okay? I am not 
lecturing. Um, but what I am saying is a lot of people come in and they're like, I want to know what I am supposed to be doing. I want to know it. I want to know my it. And I'm like, okay, well, what if there, is, what if there were a lot of it's because the beautiful part, and I like to say this, it's kind of a no duh, but it like to say that you are a guy and all you've ever wanted to do is be as play in the NFL. That is your purpose in life and damn it all. You do it. You know, somehow you are the, what percentage and you get into the NFL and you even play in the Super Bowl, maybe a couple times, maybe whatever. When do you retire? At 30, what? I don't know. I'm not a football person. Like 36, 39. <laughs> early, early in your life. Yeah. Pretty early. And, and that's if you don't have some major, right, devastating uh, injury. Is your life over? Is your purpose done? Yeah, that's a very interesting question. Right? I don't think so. So rather than my purpose is to be an NFL player, what if my purpose were to be a leader? and to be an entrepreneur and to be a creative? What if my purpose were to, um, to inspire people, to motivate people, to uplift people? Then you can be an NFL player, you can write a book, you can have a product, you can have a nonprofit, you could be a teacher, you could, you could do so many things and have the same purpose or express your purpose, right? Isn't that much more freeing? Yes. And what a beautiful reframe. All of us, when we're here, we reincarnate. Of course, we all have our life's mission and what we're here to do, but it has to really involve a lot of other people. It does. <laughs> it really does. I mean, of course, like you can want your one thing and have your dream and your aspiration, but you have to make sure you're supported and loved and you support and love other people and help people as much as you can. So that's, that was such a beautiful reframe for anyone listening that feels like they're going after a dream. It's just, let's just change the perspective a little bit, just a tiny bit. Right. And what are your motivations? What are your motivations? How do you want to feel, right? How do you want to feel when you do that? And I find that we can find that in, in because I will guarantee you, I'm an, of an age right now where I have really, like most people, lived many lifetimes in one lifetime. There's not just usually one thing that someone's going to be doing. And we have to, I think, really, it sounds, again, we can look and go, yeah, no kidding, no, no duh. But so many of us feel like we're failing or feel something that if we aren't. And I, I guarantee you, just, just even to step back and look at people's lives, read biographies, read about people, no one, no one, and, and everyone has, uh, has difficulties, right? Everyone uh, has traumas. Everyone, you know, falls down. Everyone gets down to a very, you know, low point. And that's when we learn the most. That's when we really figure ourselves out. That's often where people are, you know, plunked onto their spiritual path. All the time. I was just about to say that the enlightenment happens in that shadow and, and, and embracing the shadow, yep. being friend with your shadow, owning your shame, owning what makes you feel a certain way. You know, that is where the lightness comes in. Yeah. And it's when you're on your knees, Beautiful. usually. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. I think about so many people, I don't know why this is coming to me right now, but I mean, I look at uh, numerologically uh, Russell Brand, for instance, he's a, 
He's a five life path. Okay. And to okay. me, he is the poster child, like in excessive neon, uh, the, the journey of the five, because I mean, the five is the sensuous freedom seeker, all about the experience, all about the sensuous experience that goes with life freedom-seeking, very frenetic energy. Often fives even are diagnosed with ADHD, wow. right? And other things like that. They, have, they, they tend to have difficulty filtering, like prioritizing, filtering, all of that. Um, we can go into it forever, but we won't. But what I'm, what I'm going for here is that, I mean, he was the ultimate addict, right? Fives often lean toward addictive tendencies until they've been there and done that, right? So he did everything, sex, uh, drugs. I mean, he was on the floor with heroin and everything else. And if you listen to him, he was, uh, he was going to die. I mean, he was literally, if I continue on this path, I will be dead soon, you know? And, um, and he ended up going in and, and finding spirituality. Yes. <laughs> He found yeah. transcendental med meditation. He does, you know, the, the breathing. He's done all of that. He seeks support. And now he's turned around and he does, you know, he communicates in this with on this spiritual pathway, but still has that five nature to him, right? Which is all about the exploration. He's a catalyst because the five is meant to be a catalyst for change, right? But you can't get there until you go through it. So, I mean, if anyone out there is in it, understand that that's, that's the part of it that is so rich because you can't just go from point A to point Z. What's the point? Like, that's boring, right? Couldn't agree more. Whenever my friends are going through a breakup, I'm like, this is my favorite time. Let's get you up. You're growing. I know that sounds dark. But it's true. No, it doesn't sound dark to me. But of course, you don't tell someone that when they're in the middle of it, because they'll punch you in the face. <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> I've been told I'm a little outspoken from time to time. And that was all beautiful, by the way. And I love that he was a great example. But I wanted to ask you in your life and with we didn't even know about your life path or if you feel like sharing, but is there something linked to numerology that you had an aha moment, something where you felt you've worked through or improved or something that is like a key to your success? <laughs> oh, that's a layered question. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's send out a bang. Let's end on a bang. Or something you're, something you're learning right now, something that you want to share. Yeah. You could go through a lot of rabbit, go down a lot of rabbit holes in a really good way that way. Um, well, I'm a three life path, uh, so I'm the creative communicator. One of the things with the three is that we are here to learn. It's all about creative self-expression and emotional sensitivity. I also have a 22 birthday. So, I, you know, I've got some collisions going on as well. But to stick with the three, one of the things that I love about numerology, what I love to work with people on theirs as well is for, and I'll just use this one example to answer your question. So this isn't a five-hour podcast, which is, it's all about speaking your truth. It's all about learning how to uh, use your communication impeccably. Words have an amazing power, and especially through the mouth and the 
pan and everything else of a three. And yet what a three is always wanting is to have this is emotional connection because threes, uh, everyone has a lot of trauma in life, but the threes often have a lot of that to work through in terms of expression as it, as it, as it relates to expression. And so oftentimes a three thinks, oh, as soon as I come to the plate and speak my truth and say it and, and stand in my, you know, stand with, there with my communication, the, you know, the sky will part, the rainbows will come out, the sparkles and unicorns will fly from the sky and everything will be beautiful, right? It's like, ah, that moment. And I will guarantee you that never happens. It's one of those things where, and you could talk about this with astrology and with other things. It's like, you're meant to do it no matter what. And yet you're, it's not going to gain you that acceptance that you think it's going to offer you. And then sometimes you can go, well, that didn't get me anywhere. Why should I do that again? Because then what happens is you practice it and then you actually, uh, you actually become that so that then the relationships that you do cultivate are actually where you can express that way. Beautifully said from a three. <laughs> yeah. And you've got to have the faith that you're going to be crossing that bridge because, or that you are even on a bridge that you're not just, you know, just in the, in the ocean drowning right? As you're trying to get from this part of the land over here where you can't even see landfall, you know, it's like, I'm here with the sharks and I'm fatigued and I am going to drown. Oh yeah. <laughs> We've all felt that way. Anyway, I, I hope that answered your question in some way. That was a huge aha for me. Mm -hmm. And curbing your expectations in general and just exploring the journey. <laughs> and really that's important for everyone to take away, right? It's, you know, we're just here to learn and to live. And if we had it all figured out, we wouldn't be incarnated and trying to learn it together all in the human experience. And you, I could tell you're a three because you're so easy to talk to and you're so funny and you're also a Leo moon and you have all of this beautiful seventh house stelium. So when I was geeking out on your chart, I was like, oh, I just know she's meant to connect to people and to help people see their worth and and you're a beautiful human being. It's an honor to have you here and to talk to you and to learn from you. So I want listeners to find you too. So how, where can they go to work with you and all of your offerings? Just go to FeliciaBender.com. And uh, if, if you're just numerology curious, there's just, you know, we've got monthly forecasts there um, that are, you know, free to you. We're on YouTube as well. So um, just anything, just put FeliciaBender.com in there and it'll start you and you can just go down your own rabbit hole. <laughs> so amazing. <laughs> yes, of course. I highly recommend a session with Felicia and also the written numerology report. So you can always have that on record. Love the combo. Felicia, thank you so much for your time. And I really appreciated all of your really, really nice, profound insights. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks again to our special guest, Felicia Bender. I will link all of her info in the show notes. And if you want to get a hold of me, you can reach me at my website, spiritsis.com or on Instagram at spirit underscore sis. Until next time. Bye-bye.